WWE doesn't respect the Fink. I hope the Fink shows up in AEW. <laughs> <laughs> You know who else uh, is going to show up in AEW? Me, because I'm the closest person to Jacksonville. Suck a dick. Oh, yeah. There we go. I'm going to show up to Tuesday Night Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> I just want that, that to happen. fucking name. <laughs> I'm going to buy a shirt, Scotty. You're going to see me in the front row wearing it just like, Scotty. Scotty, I'm so sexy. I'm in Tuesday Night Dynamite, baby. I'm Dynamite tonight. I'm Dynamite tonight, baby. I'm just gonna yell the I'm just gonna yell the uh, the black dynamite turns dynamite dynamite Moving forward to the John Cena thing, I would like to point out that the thunder punch is now just a thing. It's a real it's a real goddamn thing. Can that we... I have to deal with. I opened the show 20 minutes ago. You just don't <laughs> okay. want to accept it. Welcome to Fight Boys, ladies and gentlemen. A weekly show about pr- fucking professional and not-so-professional wrestling. It's been two weeks. Holy shit, I'm your host, Scotty Moore. I've already introduced myself once tonight. Blake Tanner, so <laughs> that's all you get. It's 2019. Yeah, I am the uncrowned host of this podcast, <laughs> the Dylan. <laughs> I'm going to get my own championship belt that just has a microphone on it and just going to wear it during these recordings. Yeah. This is the point where Scotty just cuts in all of that All Elite Wrestling chat we've had. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, hey, we talked about All Elite for a while. Tuesday Night Dynamite's still the fucking worst name of all time, but Double or Nothing's cool. I... I'm so happy that Tuesday Night Dynamite is a thing because it has really convinced me that there are no limits. Yeah, I, I, I wanted, I want that to be. I hope, I hope that so much is a shirt that shows up on pro wrestling tees. You have no idea. Yeah, because I'm gonna, because I'm gonna ask Emily for your address and I'm gonna mail it to your house. <laughs> <asshole>. <laughs> no, here's here here's the thing that I'm I loved the most about the announcement for it because they went purely all out of like how can we make this the most epic shit of all time well let's have matt and nick in leather jackets just walking through japan and then of course the moment where hangman looks and he says guys mine says something different i know it was clearly like it was gonna say all elite wrestling i would have shit my pants if he turned it around and it just said wwe across the top and they're like wait <laughs> what hold <laughs> on <laughs> No, 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 they, they troll you out. It says Impact Wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, I'm going to go make an impact <laughs> with my dick. Did you see that apparently that was, they were going to buy Impact as well? <laughs> Which, Jesus <clears throat> Christ, that's a way to start your company. It's just being like, hey, y'all, we're starting a new wrestling company, and also we own Impact now. I mean, that's what Billy Corgan wanted to do. It's also kind of what Jeff Jarrett did with uh, his garbage promotion that they collaboed it's with. It's all gold. <laughs> yeah. They collaboed for, like, a few months, and then eventually even Jeff Jarrett was like, no, I did what I could, y'all. <laughs> uh, that was the show where I saw the best friends, because I actually did go to it. What the fuck was it called? Double J's Wrestling Hour? (laughs) No, it was called Global Force Wrestling. It was GFW. I went to, like, their first or second show in Knox County, Tennessee. 
And that is where I saw the best friends take on the boy, the boys who are now known as the boys of Dalton Castle, but back when they were just two twins. And then the main event saw the Good Brothers versus fucking, the New Heavenly Bodies. Was that what it was? Because I know Jim Cornette was there, and that's all I remember. Oh, <laughs> oh my. Yeah. Oh my. But yeah, no, it's gonna be better than that. Yeah. <laughs> But back to John Cena, and the reason why, mm. despite AEW, WWE will still remain on top, John Cena's newest rival is Becky Lynch. Uh, John, Cena putting, John Cena putting over Becky Lynch, like, real hard, too. Yeah. Really appreciate that. Although my- I really appreciate that he like, he, like, made himself an easy target by yeah. coming out with long hair, looking like he was in his 50s wearing those jorts. Yeah. Uh, he did the... <laughs> He did the thunder punch during the match, yep. which is just, I hate him so goddamn much. I've come, I've come full circle twice now. I've come full circle twice on John Cena. Because it started out when I first saw John Cena. I liked John Cena when he debuted, and The Undertaker was like, good job, whatever. And then I moved through the hatred. Back to the uh, back to appreciation during the U.S. Open Challenge. And now I've moved the rest of the core, the... For like the extra 180, 80 back around to hating John no. Cena because he continues to use the goddamn thunder punch <laughs> no. like a fucking oh. chip out in Mortal Kombat finisher. And so help me God, if he wins a ti- his last title with it, I will, I will, I will burn all the John Cena merch on this planet and and throw the ashes at his gaudy, awful house. Okay, here's no. why I didn't get go full hate on John, and it's because he did drop the best line during that promo, and it's after Zelina and Andre had come out, and he just goes, well, allow me to introduce myself. My name is John Cena. You may know me from being John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> like, he doesn't even pause for the audience to realize what he just said. So you hear the whole audience be like, yeah. And then as he keeps talking, the audience just erupts in laughter. <laughs> the best uh, way... The best uh, way uh, his, I- name is John C- his name is John Cena. You might know him as the guy that plays John Cena on TV. Yeah. <laughs> the best way I could describe... All of them Cena. The, the best way I could describe John's current stage of his career is... When Colt Cabana came up with the Boom Boom name, he was literally like, what's the fucking most cliche, dumb wrestling thing I could do? I'm gonna give myself the nickname Boom Boom. That way I can make people laugh when they ask if I'm a wrestler. That's what John is now. John is like, how over the top and buck wild can I be with my character now? And he found out that there's no upper limit, and now he's just thunder punching. <laughs> and now, yeah, he was just like. Dumb. By the way, the only thing that could have made that better is if they named it the Thunder Fist. Yes. Because <laughs> then everybody would be like, oh, oh, his opponent just got Thunder Fist. <laughs> nice. John Cena, beware the fist. <laughs> yeah. Or he could steal the catchphrase from one of my books, and he tries to get motivational, and it's just, fist your fears. John Cena, 2018. <laughs> Do you think that he was more inspired by something like Fist of the North Star, or maybe One Punch Man? 
I mean, just yeah, like, considering that, considering how much of a fucking weeby, Otaku oh, Otaku we, weeby is, yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. You can tell me that John Cena does the fucking Fist of the North Star to people backstage. I'd believe you without question. Yes. I would ask for footage just so I could have a good laugh for ten minutes straight yeah. off of a fifteen-second clip. But I would totally believe you. So much money if somebody gave me footage of John Cena doing that to someone else. Like Biggie. This is just, just <laughs> like with the new day, they just sell it like death. <laughs> Literally. I think I might I might trade out of existence the John Cena Wow Yeah only smoking mirrors. Wow The goes Cody I would trade that for John Cena thunder fisting the new day until they die. <laughs> oh god. Uh, so someone's the written new that. Biggie, did Biggie eat pancakes out of his diaper or was that just something I saw online? Because I I, I didn't see this clip but the moment that you brought it up on this I was like part of me wants to do the research and part of me just doesn't want to know. Part of me feels better off being ignorant of all of I mean, that part of it. In the show notes, it's just written as Biggie's diaper mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and that was why I didn't want to do any research. Which could be a lot of different things. I just know I saw they were like, well, Xavier and Kofi came out dressed like normal adults. Meanwhile, Biggie is gyrating in a diaper and ripping pancakes out of it and eating them whole. And I'm like... He had on he had on trunks under that, you know... It's fine. He's only he's just eating it off his own dick. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's don't, which, which don't act like nobody else has done in a depressive fit. Yeah. It's fine. He only got he only got dick sweat on one side of the pancake. It's okay. It's ate- okay. No, he put one pancake down there. That was like a cod piece, like to protect the other <laughs> that was pancake. The, the buffer cake. <laughs> the shield pancake. Yeah. He threw the buffer cake away. We're fine. <laughs> Guys, buffer cake was my favorite announcer in the nineties. <laughs> oh, rest in peace, Mean Gene. <laughs> mean Gene, by the way, cake. Mean Gene would have Mean Gene would have sold the shit out of out of that out of buff, after out of working with Buffer Cake would have put him over huge. Mm. You remember that one time that uh, John Cena did the Fist of the North Star to Mean Gene? Oh, and he no. sold it like death. <laughs> Too soon. Yeah, Too it has soon. been less than a day. Yeah. But you know he would have gone along with it. <laughs> Probably. So have you guys watched Botch Club yet? Cause Company it's man. No. No, because I don't. watching watching people do horrible in the ring outside of when it happens live. Like, I can't even watch Botchamania because I just feel bad for everybody. Because, like, you know they've trained years. Literally years. Like, some people... And like they <laughs> fuck it up, just Dylan's hardcore. It to the do not try this at home. PSA: He's like these superstars have trained for years. Yeah, except instead of being like, "Oh man, like this is so dangerous," it's like, "Oh man, this is so sad." Like the one that broke me was there was one of the ones where like it was Sasha wrestling like either Charlotte or Bailey, and she just like so hardcore botched. During, I think it was like the Hell in a Cell match, and I was just like, I can't, oh, I can't yeah. anymore. I I'm watching somebody like botch their dreams on a world stage. Like I just, 
Yeah, I have too much empathy to watch Botch Club, despite loving the Good Brothers with well, all my heart well, and soul. Well, see, here's the thing. The beauty of it is the fact that it's really, like, 25% botches, and the rest are just them being them. Like, a 50%... Oh, that's a good ratio. Yeah. They picked a good ratio. Yeah. That's a good, yeah. 50% of the show was literally them talking to Titus O'Neil about the incident, and they were just like, oh. what were you going for? He's like, well, I saw Hornswoggle backstage, and he was talking shit. And I was trying, and then Luke was like, wait a minute, you were diving under there. You were trying to find him. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was one bit. Um, they did alternate commentary over the fucking Giant versus Hulk Hogan monster truck match. <laughs> Like it's oh, it's fuck. really I assume Carl I assume Carl Anderson stole that bit. Oh yeah. Carl Carl's fantastic. The end of the show is literally Carl being like, Gallows gave me shit at the beginning of this episode, so instead uh instead of doing anything else, we're just gonna watch his tough enough audition. And that's all <laughs> Oh, the tough enough audition was good. Yeah. What's uh what so what's I, I saw that clip, so what's uh what's going on here? Just a man trying his best. Just a man <laughs> trying his best. But yeah, Bot- and see, you can laugh more at that point because he probably hadn't trained for as many years. Yeah, <laughs> well, uh, uh, that was good. And then like they commentate the botches. So if you're sad about the botch, at least Luke Gallows is just like, "Hello, my name is Callisto." Oh, my wife will not like this. She will not like this. As he's like struggling <laughs> to get over the edge. My favorite one that they did was still the botch where I don't know what math. It may have been a Royal Rumble, but it's Austin walking over to the ropes, leaning over, and then he just, like, slow motion tumbles to the outside and gets hung up in the ropes. And the whole time, fucking gallows are going, Damn it! Hunter! Hunter! Hunter, come get me! So, bitch! What? What? Come here! <laughs> oh, it's been too long since I heard the Luke Gallows Austin impression. It's my favorite. I think... I think- I think they're bringing back their podcast. Yeah, I saw that, and it made me so happy, because I'm like, it finally, we're second worst as soon yeah, as it just, comes back. I was My first thought after that was, I thought Rocky Romero was still signed with New Japan. Yeah. Maybe they're going to get someone that's not Rocky, which makes me sad. Like, maybe <laughs> Ty Dillinger. I don't know. Who's the Rocky Romero of WWE? No one, because nobody yells forever while like being a like a small <laughs> Hispanic man clotheslining people from one end of the ring to the other. I don't know why Santino Morella speaks to me as the Rocky Romero of WWE, but out of character. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, guys, I didn't want to have to bring him up again because he's been out for a while. But fucking Enzo, um. You know, is this your new? Is this your new like? Uh, this is my new Ry- Ryback. Yeah, is this your new Ry- Is this your 2019 Ryback? <laughs> oh it, no! It may be. I need a new theme song for him, though. But that being said, I was interrupted. Gonna, I, I interrupted. He's going to my... show up in the JWF. You got to use yeah. that terrible fucking Jersey accent yeah. one more time per show. Yeah, sorry, sorry guys. I'm I'm gonna have to stop the Enzo bit for a minute because Blake, are you just drinking pickle juice. Yeah, <laughs> it's the uh, it's the day after New Year's. I'm still feeling it. Like I was just sitting here, like, oh, and so done. Did it? What? That's all, jar. 
Yeah. This is... Yeah, Scotty Scotty was disgusted by me when I introduced him to what a pickleback shot was. No, I knew nah, what a fine. pickleback shot was because it rhymes with nickelback and I know everything about them. But however, <laughs> however, the nasty pickle martini you got at the Dave and Busters that looked like swamp water with nothing else. That That's was- because it was an ungarnished martini. Un- martinis can look like shit. Yeah. Um, so back to... Fucking Enzo Mori. He's you... also ungarnished shit. He is yes. ungarnished shit. Apparently, he went to a WWE show at Madison Square Garden, but this time he didn't go inside. He just walked around and took pictures with people, which is Virgil-level sadness. Uh, For a guy who says he's over pro wrestling, he sure does a lot of shit that makes you think he's not over. Yeah. He's, it feels like his it feels like his other endeavors in life aren't going well. It's almost like he's a hmm. talentless hack. Yeah, he's like he's a bad rapper. Oh. And a bad wrestler. And a, and a shitty person. person. And and has a haircut like an electrified weasel. Yeah. So <sighs> uh, have you guys heard his expl who the fuck was this interview for? Oh, this was at a comedy club, which had to have been a sad night for those people. Someone asked him. He walked on stage, and that was the biggest joke. (laughs) Um, So someone goes, "Why'd you do it? Why'd you go to Survivor Series? Why'd I do it? It had nothing to do with my music, despite the fact that Enzo had a show coming up very soon at the Whiskey A Go Go that no one went to. Wait, wait. That also there were flyers for on cars outside. What would you immediately go and say? Well, I wasn't there for anything, especially not my music, which I'm doing a show for my music, by the way. Yeah. Leaving it, but it wasn't because my music. I'll tell you why I did it, because I knew for a fact that Vince McMahon would hate it more than anything, but he would respect the fuck out of it. He would respect you for spending his, his quote, not mine, $2,500 on a ticket than coming in and getting kicked out. Vince McMahon would respect you for it. Yep. I mean, considering Vince McMahon sent his now son-in-law uh, a, like a future porn star and then whatever Road Dog is to invade the WCW show. Yeah, I mean, kind of. Yeah, fair point. <laughs> Um, on when he was busted at the show. And this reads like a fucking Fifty Shades of Grey paragraph. It's so <laughs> horribly... Oh, God. Written. Because, you know, like, uh, Lisa, the famous WWE security lady, is the one who pulled him away. So I'm looking mm-hmm. at her and I go, Lisa, I'm a good person. And you know it. We had this moment. <laughs> We had this moment. It was the most intimate moment I've had with a woman in years. Because all the other en- encounters were rape. Anyway. I- <laughs> oh, God. I, uh, I look- it's, oh. it's funny because it's true. And it's also sad because it's true. Yeah. I look her in the eyes and I go, I'm a good person. You know it. She goes, you gotta go see Vince. I go, I don't work here, Lisa. She goes, you gotta go. I gotta go what? All of a sudden, cops are coming, and I go, I'm out. <laughs> and then his wise escape plan, that he was like, this is very smart. He called an Uber. 
That was the escape plan. Are you, are you Jeffrey? Are you Jeffrey? <laughs> Get me out of here! <laughs> Wait, let me look at the license plate real quick. Okay, it matches up. Let's go! Let's go! I prefer the idea that he just jumps in some random person's. And they're like a WWE fan, but they're smart. So they're like, get the fuck out. (laughs) Wait, they're like, I was watching in my car. Fuck off. You're going back to the police, my dude. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking idiot. You know who's not going back to the police? Sting. Speaking of Sting, face paint. Speaking of face paint, Jeff Hardy? I don't know. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Merch.alertofyourdms.com. What the fuck just happened? Man, if you hadn't broke right there at the end, that would have been probably been your best transition ever. Yeah. <laughs> you were so close, Scotty. I believed in you, and you let me down I'm sorry. again. Dude, we haven't done. I haven't done a podcast in two weeks, which is a record for me after these like the past two years. I don't know how it works anymore, but you want to know how cool merchandise works you go to merch.aloadofpurebs.com you look up your favorite show whether it's a load of bs fight boy well a load of bs has been canceled by the podcast illuminati but blake still (laughs) again yeah (laughs) yeah we're still in the middle of that yeah there's some contract disputes but fun fiction opposite attractions they all got merch and there's merch for your favorite jwf superstars as well from Canada, Charlie to Momoa Curry, all available at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. And now, boys, it's time for the beginning of 20 Negteen. Because... By the way, I want you to know I, I respect you deeply for going along with this terrible idea that we agreed to back in October. Yeah. Cause it's... I'd completely forgotten about this. Because it's time for... <laughs> Dust watch. He's never gonna follow. He hates his Hey, ad sexy. Hey, Chucky T. Congratulations on being in the at Wrestle Kingdom 13 show. Uh, shame your dad bod will only be the second best <laughs> in the arena. Okay, no, if we're going full on negging, I'm saying, hey, sexy Chucky T, congrats on being on your first slash last Wrestle Kingdom show. <laughs> oh, hope your dad get some, bod. Get some, hope your dad. Uh, hope you get some dad bod tips from Jericho. Um, see you on Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Dustwatch 2019 Uh Also, hey to people in the chat if you're joining us. Real bad at doing that. Yeah. You guys are really the worst. I mean, I look at all this shit I've got to deal with over here. I gotta. You re- brought all of the. That's that's like somebody shooting themselves multiple times and being like, "I'm dealing with so much right now." <laughs> like, you're not gonna garner any sympathy. It's asshole. a fucking meme of that kid that's riding the bike yeah. and they stick the <laughs> yeah, stick. Yeah, in the that's, smokes. Just, that's literally you, Scotty. <laughs> no, it's just me with a gun to, my, and then it cuts to me, but it's Eric Andre who shot Scotty. 
That's what it is. <laughs> who would who would do this? Who would shoot Scotty? Who would do this to me? Literally all of us. What? Huh? What? Oh, <laughs> fuck me. I got no clue for this prediction series, guys. Uh, welcome to my WrestleMania. <laughs> Yeah, welcome to the day. This is it. The one day a year that Dylan takes off so he can be up until 4 in the morning to watch 7 wrestling. It's 7 a.m. It starts at 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. to 7 a.m. Probably 1 a.m. because you got to get the pre-show in there. The funny part is I wake up at 5.30 tomorrow to work, so I'm going to be up over 24 hours yeah. <laughs> so I can watch this shit. Jesus Christ, Dylan. It's predictions I... for... Wrestle Kingdom 13. Did we do this last year? Yes. Did they count? Because I don't even remember putting them on the list at that point. Yes. Okay, so let's start with this first match. Any matches where someone just got signed to AEW, I'm instantly like, should we even talk about this one? But uh, wait, no, I thought the first match was the multi Yeah, that, well, uh, well they are in they are involved somewhat, but it's uh oh, okay. most violent players, which is Makabe and Toro Yano versus And oh, and, and, and fucking Ryusuke Taguchi. Yeah. The, I, I most for- the most funky players. I forgot it was the uh it was uh six man versus Yuji yeah. Nagata, Jeff Cobb and David Finley versus Chaos, Goto, Beretta, and Sexy Chucky T versus Suzuki Gun versus the Elite to determine number one contenders to the never Wait, Who's on the Elite team again? Um, Hangman Page, which is really all you need to know, uh, Takashi and Takahashi and Skrull to de- oh, okay. determine number one contenders to the six-man tag team championships. I mean, oh, fuck me. I'm stuck between Suzuki Gun and Chaos. Uh, I'm gonna go with Chaos only because fucking, um, oh, uh, David Boy Smith just signed a deal with MLW. Oh, shit, that's a good point. Mm. I think I'm gonna Chaos up as well, then, going off The only other person, the only other team that makes sense is ML, or, or, uh, no, Most Violent Players. Okay, then yeah, I'll Chaos up. Blake? We can't not pick Chuck Taylor, right? Eeny, meeny, miny, Chuck. Yeah, there we go. Go to my best friends. No. Blake's like the elite. What? Okay. The, the elite. Yeah, fuck it. Um, I, I, I can't believe you guys d- dismissed Chuck so quickly. What do you mean? We all said Chuck. <laughs> Wait, who did He's you say? He's on that team. <laughs> but, uh, no, go to the best friends. Oh, okay. Uh, Kota Ibushi versus Will Ospreay in what's probably going to be the most holy shit match of the night for the never open weight championship. Yep. I watched that. I watched that tag match, the Golden Lovers versus. Us. I finally had time to watch it yesterday. Oh, that is the best like hype. That's like the best hype package you could watch for because it's yeah. like almost thirty minutes of a tag match, which already whatever. Like, yeah. and then which Blake. one did you end up on, Blake? Yeah, we I, saw was, you. I was doing any mini money mo, and I picked uh, Osprey. Okay, there you go. What about you? Do you know how, like, this is what led me to victory at the G1s? I thought, I genuinely thought you had, like, scrying bones out, and you were just like, (laughs) alright. I I thought he had just flipped a coin a bunch of times before the show started, but... No. Give me insight. 
into the mind of Gato. Yeah, it's and then I darkness. cast the uh, the dead children's bones into the fire, and the fire, the flames actually tell me who's going to win. Yeah, and then the fire the flames just burn down, and it just says laughs in Gato. <sighs> this one's this one's such a weird one because on the one hand, like they're real hot on uh, on Osprey, and I feel like Osprey was already supposed to have the title if he hadn't gotten injured. But on the on the other hand, like fucking Ibushi's just been losing a lot lately. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, oh god, no, nah, Ibushi, Ibushi, oh, god. <laughs> Dylan. <laughs> Up next, the Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships Rapungi 3K, LIJ, who is Bushi, and Takagi versus Suzuki Gun, Kanemaru, and El Desperado. Have Rapungi 3K had it yet? What, the, the title? Boy, Dylan. Dylan, stop. Just stop. Oh. I hate both of you. It's so your much. fucking internet. <laughs> no, it's not. Nothing is nothing is freezing on my end. Yeah, the app- not a thing. No, no. All the other times when I have been whatever, like, and you guys were like, you froze. You guys froze too. Oh, so this time. So it I wasn't. know what it's like when it's my internet. So this time it was a demon not wanting me to know over Punky Three K have had the titles yet. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Dylan, if Rapungi 3K had the titles yet, <laughs> you did it right when he stopped again. You knew you were doing it. By the way, by the way, it's a triple threat based on our uh, based on our new house rules from the last pay per view. We all have to pick one team. I pick Lij. All right, I'll take. Uh, I'm taking 3K. <laughs> all right. All right, man. Um, Shingo Tagaki and Bushi. Yep. Now that was me. I already made that pick. Oh, you d- wait, who do I have then? You have Suzuki Goon. Well, fuck. Oh, is it Goon? I've been saying Suzuki Gun all night, and I know I'm not the best at pronouncing Japanese names, but fuck. Yeah, you've been, you've been really <sighs> dropping the ball on that one. We got the prediction. Okay, after all the internet fuck-ups, at least we've got the predictions in. So next match, British Heavyweight Championship, eat. British heavyweight championship, Ishii versus the British Zack Sabre Jr. The British guy. I mean, he might die, though. That's the only thing for me. I Yeah, but he's going to win. He's going to die, though. I must say Zack Sabre Jr., too, though. I'm going to say Ishii. Okay. <laughs> oh, that, I... that may be the wisest move here, Dylan, because... With... Me and Blake's entire thought process was, well, he's the British one. He should win the British title. That's ne- that's it's, barely ever worked It's a out. lot easier when we get to the United States one a little bit later. <laughs> yeah. um, IWGP Tag Team Championships three-way match. G.O.D. versus L.I.J. versus the Young Bucks. I got G.O.D. God. Nah, said it first. I mean, fuck it. The young, <laughs> fuck it, the young bucks. I mean, fuck it. Enjoy your new company, but I still think that you're gonna win the match. Okay, wait. Bless you. You legit got young bucks, Blake. I'm gonna get stuck with them anyway. It's a three. It's uh, a three way. Mm-hmm. That is the only reason why I said God so fucking fast. I was like, I don't want to be left with young bucks. 
If we we have to have a different way of doing that versus who's fast because or who's the fastest because latency right. is going to we'll end up only, fucking we'll, me. We'll, we'll only do it for WWE. Okay. So if we'd like to go back and change the tag ones, so he also took Eli J for the tag ones. Nobody thinks Suzuki Goon's going to win that goddamn match. Let's let's be honest. <laughs> I also take God by the way. Okay. Uh, like yes, that's three 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 gods, please. Three gods. A singles match for the IWGP United States Championship, Juice Robinson versus a man who just signed a deal with his own company. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Cody's looking real good in that picture. It's a good picture, Cody. It's a good picture, Cody. Cause good picture. I mean, that you know, that's how I that's how I do my predictions, right? Who's the? That's I, that's how I get in the mind of Gato. It it wasn't. It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> if it was, who's the most handsome boy? Fucking Kota Ibushi would be the champ by this point. Yep. Uh, but yeah, Juice Robinson. <laughs> yeah, give me the juice. Give me the juice. 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 Uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championships, Taiji Ishimori versus Kushida. Ooh, that's actually a difficult one. That's a tough yeah. one. Um, I'll, I'm going to go Ishimori. I was going to say, I'm, I'll lead the charge with Ishimori by being the second to say it. <laughs> well, I was going to be the first to say Ishimori, but now I'm going to last to say Ishimori. <laughs> okay. None of us believe in Kushida. <laughs> uh, Okada versus Jay White. In a match that is also a very where you that is also a very difficult one. You looked at Okada last fucking year, and you're gonna be like, "Hey, guess what? You're facing knife pervert at next next Wrestle Kingdom." <laughs> hmm. 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 I am wearing a Jay White shirt, which is the saddest sentence I've ever had to say. But I'm gonna say Jay White. I'm gonna have to break. Poor Dylan. Oh. Dylan, you were in the middle of saying something. I said Okada. Okay. Okay. He was my wrestler of the year. I kind of have to pick him to win a match. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, hmm. I know it's always up more up in the air with New Japan, but Okada's my man tonight. Okay. Um, Tetsuya Naito versus Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Versus Dad Bod Chris Jericho. Oh, that picture. Versus Leather Daddy Chris Jericho. Oh, the I didn't feel like versus, doing full uh, kiss makeup Chris Jericho. Versus, versus 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 Hot Topic Lazy Dad Chris Jericho. Versus Corey Graves' dad. <laughs> Daddy Graves. Versus 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 this, this isn't a midlife crisis at all, Chris Jericho. Versus where in the world is the hot topic? <laughs> mm. Fucking uh, Naito, man. It's oh uh, come on! I was like, don't tell me you don't have him for this. It's Naito. No, I, think... I can't pick Dad. I think Chris, I think Chris might have a a date in Florida soon. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna go with Naito. Naito. All right, Naito. <laughs> Dylan was like, "No, come on, Big Jericho, do it." Big Jericho, Naito. come on, guys. He, he's gonna win. He probably <laughs> is. I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest yeah. with you. Um. Uh, Tanahashi versus a man whose best friends just started their own wrestling company. Kenny Omega, you can suck my dick. (laughs) 
<laughs> wearing, I've got the shirt. Wearing you can the shirt. suck my dick. Oh, the stars are not aligning on this choice. Ace, 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 ace. Ace. Go, Ace. Dun, 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 dun. Ace yeah. is the helpful hardware place. I've got Tanahashi. There is no conceivable universe that I would, even if he ends up winning, feel good with picking Omega in this in this setup. So I'm picking Tanahashi. Okay. Now, so two Tanahashi. I want you to. I want you to know. Somewhere in the distance, you can hear Gato laughing. <laughs> that was. I always hear him that laughing. Was Sam, I've, yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. That was the most fucked our predictions have ever been, I think. And I still don't know if Rapungi 3K have ever had those fucking tag titles. <laughs> and Dylan's not going to tell you now. Dylan's like, you haven't earned it. You haven't earned it anymore. You had your chance. You, had- you, have, you have Google, you fuck. <laughs> Google, you fuck. 2019, you have Google, you fuck. Uh, hey, Siri, have Rapunky 3K ever had the titles? Just the titles. Not anyone in specifically, <laughs> just the overall titles. I want to tell y'all what Siri just heard, because she said, it says, Hey, Siri, Habre Punky 3 can ever have the titles? Yes. By the way, they have. Okay, cool. That's That's good to hear. Yeah. And y- uh, y- also, also, uh, if you would like to support this bullshit, uh, head on over to our Patreon. Oh shit! I'm about <laughs> to mute the fucking mic and just let him go. <laughs> awesome work, Dylan. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. A page- you, I thought, I thought you were gonna say something else, and you were just pausing and vaping for dramatic effect. No, if you'd like to join Gazi, the lone person that somehow for, somehow enjoys this bullshit, uh, or would you like to support any of the other shows that Scotty has on his network that he's sold his soul for, and man, the devil did not cut him a good deal. Uh, then you know, head on over to Patreon.com/slash a load of uh, was it a load of BS or a load of pure BS? Patreon.com slash a load of BS. There you go. Patreon.com slash a load of BS. Throw a float a few dollars our way. Um, It does all go to supporting this. Scotty puts 100% of it back in here. He's not using it to go buy, you know, Klondike bars at the corner store. Don't fucking Um, look. Don't lie to him now. Don't. (laughs) Uh, but we would we would appreciate it just like we appreciate each and every one of you listening to uh, to this. So yeah, Patreon.com slash a load of BS. I just, we need a baby face, because Gazi's obviously the heel patron, so we need a baby face to- No, he is the baby face. You're the heel <laughs> owner of the company. You're Vince McMahon. You are but, Vince McMahon. No, we need some to just like, and then they show up and take him By the on. way, that by the way, with current context, that's not the theme music to use anymore. <laughs> because now I just cuz yeah. now I just think of really insulting like lyrics before. It's like when minorities come into your restaurant. Cut to JWM. Yeah. Cut to JWM. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's gone so fucking off the rails. We've got to turn things over to the first episode in 2019 of JWF Monday Night War.
Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night War. I am your host, Silver Spoon, joined as always by a baby New Year himself. It's Captain Tibbs! Happy me! That's right, Tibbs. It's a brand new year here in the JWF, which means that we are getting ready for the... I'll be honest with you, Tibbs. Wrestlepalooza, fantastic. Summerfest, great. But my favorite pay-per-view of the year, the pay-per-view where we cram as many of these motherfuckers in a ring as we can and make them fight. Because it is the Regal Rumble coming in just a few, few fort weeks. Oh, Sills. I love the Rumble every year. Except for as many, though, oh, I've got to pay all those boys for one night in the ring. Let me tell you something. The JWF always starts his year off in the red. That's right, Tibbs. But of course, maybe, maybe our main event tonight's gonna get some excitement because, of course, after his actions at uh, a few weeks ago at the Tibby Awards, you have, I guess you could call it a punishment for Brunch Boy Baron Corbin or an award for the man who was, of course, named the JWF Wrestler of the Year in 2018, Blake Tanner. Because, of course, tonight in our main event, it will see Blake Tanner take on Brunch Boy Baron Corbin in a match for the JWF World Heavyweight Championship. We're starting off the year with a bang, Tips. I can't wait. I love it. New year. New Tibbs. New JWF. New diapers for everyone. That's right, Tibbs. But who knows how Blake Tanner's reacting to this? Well, I think he knows. So let's go down to the ring to Blake Tanner and his tag team partner, Scotty Moore, and hear what the BS have to say. Ladies and gentlemen, you could have been anywhere in the world tonight, but you are here in Birmingham, Alabama at the first JWF of 2019, and you know what they say, New Year, New Me, and tonight, everything about that phrase should be changed, I think it should go, New Year, New Champ. New me, new champ. Me, new champ. Get it, get it, got it, good. I, I think Be- they get it, Blake. Blake, it's okay, they got it. Because tonight, hold on, bud. Okay. Tonight, I've gotten a special, special, special opportunity from Captain Tibbs himself, that wonderful man over there. He is wearing a diaper <laughs> to take back my JWF World Heavyweight Championship. The title that over the last... 365 days I fought with all my blood, sweat, and tears to keep and make prestigious. I did horrible things to my best friend right here next to me so I could keep that title, so I could keep prestige on that title, and it will return here tonight as soon as I put Brunch Boy down in the main event. Yeah, you didn't have to bring up the whole beating me up thing. Like, we were... It it really, it just kind of brought out just how important Uh, it is. Well, you know something, Blake? Let me tell you something, Blake Tanner, because you know something? With that title victory tonight, you're going to need yourself one hell of a competitor for Wrestlepalooza. You're going to need something to put on a marquee, something astounding. 
which is why I'd like to formally announce my entry into the Regal Rumble. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Scotty Moore is going to run through 29 other men to take my place in the main event of Wrestlepalooza, facing my best friend for the World Heavyweight Championship. And then, and then I'm going to beat up my dad. And then after that, I'm going to get... Wait, you people aren't going to like me a lot, but it's okay. And then me and Blicker are going to fight for hey, like bud, 30 bud, minutes, and it's bud, not going to work bud. out that way. I know, hey, I know we're going to fight. I'm, I really would do, would like to fight you again. Why are you going to beat up your dad? I I mean, yeah, that I guess that was a little bit that was a little bit of a rerun of last year. So you know what? Let's change it up a bit, Blake. Why don't we change it up by just adding a little bit more gold to the equation. Why don't we change it up by making Blake Tanner a double champion? I mean, after all, you were a double Tibby winner. Of course, wrestler of the year and then the BS becoming the official best friends of the JWF. So how about after you take the JWF world title, how about both of us take away a title that's been away from me for far too long and that's the JWF tag team title. A title that's meant Ooh. to be placed upon two men who are the best in the business. And let me tell you something. I don't think that the current champs, the VWO, I certainly don't think they're the best in the business. No, mm. I know they're not the best because the best are the official best friends of the JWF, Blake Tanner and Scotty Moore, the BS. Ooh, that sounds fantastic. And you know what? I think all three of those guys have a little receipt coming for them real soon. And see, even then, we could probably get you in, like, the captain's title shot. Yeah. So we could have four championships between us. Like, four belts. I don't know. I think really, about that. I like Mojo Gruff. He's really cool. I mean, he's cool, but it'd be better on you. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about that later. So listen, VWO, Brunch Boy Baron... And whoever stands in our way, I'm going to just let you know, if you might have another championship, you know that Scotty and I are making this our New Year's resolution. And that is to become magnetized and bring all the gold in the JWF to us. Wait, hold on, Blake. Gold is it? Gold's not magnetic. Magnetized! So it, no, no, I, I, I get the magnetized. It's just the meta- No, there's there's the, other metal. There's, I'm sure that'll get to us. It's just, I'm just saying the metaphor, it doesn't really work, buddy. It's just... Uh, All the gold's gonna be the BS! Ah. Oh, alright. Well, Tibbs, looks like the BS have made their, their stake in their claim for all the titles in the JWF. What do you gotta say about this? Those two boys, they're coming into 2019 extremely energized with a, a new attitude towards holding on to titles and getting them and probably being the best that they can be as best friends. That's right, Tibbs, but of course, I mean, they're talking about going after that JWF captain's title, but there's one man standing in their way, one man who still has his rematch, and that is, of course, the lord of the smart side himself, the Dylan, a man who we actually haven't seen since the Tibby Awards. I haven't heard anything from him. Uh, he's, of course, been off training. He, he said he needed to get right with himself, training alone on his farm. I mean, Tibbs, this is different from any Dylan we've ever seen before. Dylan has a farm? 
That's right. He's actually said he's gone up to, uh, to Saskatchewan. He's working out on his farm, training to become the best because he believes that the best is what it's going to take to get the title away from the JWF Captain's Champion, Mojo Gruff. Hey, Sills. Yeah, you, yeah. You're telling me that you're telling me that Dylan is Canadian. Oh, I, I feel like he's renting a farm up there. Is what he's told me. I don't think he lives okay, up. Okay, okay, good, good, good. Just, just, just checking. That, that's right, Tibbs. But of course, I mean, in the past we've seen him use dastardly means. He's been a bit of a bad man, you could say. But after his speech at uh, at the Tibby Awards, I like to think that Dylan's trying to make a change of heart. What do you think? He seemed what I would call genuinely repentant. Like he was ready to become something new. Start a new leaf, turn over on what his old evil deeds were. That's right, Tibbs. But one man who's not hearing it is, of course, the voodoo man from the bayou. The man who beat Dylan for the title, Mojo Gruff. And earlier today, Mojo, well, Mojo had some words for the Dylan. You know, the Dylan... He's a very, very good man. But he's also a wicked man. He has darkness and light fighting inside of him, violently pawing at one another, struggling for dominance, both sides never truly winning out. And you see, that's why the Dylan is destined to fail in his attempts to reclaim what he calls his title. Because I too, I too have darkness and light within me. But the difference is my demons and my angels are not at war, no, they're at peace. I commune with them and they tell me how to live. They work together to give me what I deserve to help me claim my destiny. See, I'm not good, but I'm not bad. I'm simply a man of nature, and my nature has told me to do good things, to wrestle good matches, to be a hero to the JWF universe, because that is what they needed, and it is what I needed. But make no mistake, there is darkness inside of me. And if required, my darkness will rise to the surface and it will come after you, Dylan. And it will come after whoever dares try to take this title away from me. The JWF, well, it's seen many things before. It's seen demons. It's seen gods. But it knows nothing of what's inside of me. It knows nothing of the power of the voodoo man from the bayou. It knows nothing of Mojo Gruff. Well, Tibbs, ominous words from the voodoo man there. I mean, I'm kind of afraid for what Dylan may be seeing in this future. I, uh, just about peed my diaper, Sylves. That's right, Tibbs. Well, luckily, you do have multiple replacement diapers here, but who knows? Can I get a new diaper? Diaper boy. <laughs> I've never seen Mojo Gruff this intense before. This, this downright scary. That's right, But Tibbs. still calm and serene. That's like he's about to pounce. 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Tim. So I think you've had enough. What's in that baby bottle? Oh, that's straight Everclear. All right, Tibbs. I'm going to pull that away from you right now as we get on to our main... Baby of- needs his Wawa. <laughs> no, Tibbs. New as- year, new Tibbs. As we get on to our main event of the evening, a match for the JWF World Heavyweight Championship, a match that, let me tell you something, Tibbs, this could dictate the rest of the year just based off this one match. As Mojo, or as Brunch Boy Baron gets prepared to take on Blake Tanner for the JWF World Heavyweight Championship. What do you think about it, Tibbs? Oh, everyone, it would be nice seeing that gold off of Brunch Boy's waist for more than a few seconds, because if there's anybody in the last year that has held that title that is not deserving, probably Brunch Boy. That's right, Tibbs. I mean, let me tell you something. I'm shocked Brunch Boy's even coming out here tonight. I mean, uh, he's kind of been a little bit afraid in recent weeks. We've seen him afraid of his competitor, Guy Fieri. And, of course, you know he's got to be afraid getting in the ring against this man, Blake Tanner. The man he, of course, took the title away from. He shows up late. He leaves early. He's not a company guy. And he's kind of an asshole. That's right, Tibbs. Oh, but looks like the match starting up. Blake and Brunch Boy with a big lockup in the center of the ring. But, unfortunately... Brunch Boy quickly overpowering the smaller former champion, backing him up into the ropes. Ooh, but Blake Tanner busting off with a busting of energy, jumping back and forth, Baron dropping down, but Blake, ooh, with a huge drop kick, taking down the world heavyweight champion, Baron falling to the ground, and now Blake putting him in a headlock, trying to wear him down. Is this a wise move, Tibbs? I don't know, but I guess we're going to be calling Blake Bustin' Blake Tanner for this year. That's right, Tibbs. I mean, let me tell you something. I don't know if this is the smartest move. Baron kind of, he flourishes in this slower tempo that Blake Tanner is trying to keep right now. And we know Blake Tanner, he's always been a man of speed, a man who works fast. I don't know if keeping this headlock is going to be wise. Ooh, Baron reversing that headlock into a roll-up. Shibata going for the pin, one, ooh, and Blake quickly releasing. Let me tell you something, if he had held on to that headlock, we may have seen the end of the match right there. Now the two men making their way back to their feet, and ooh, big strikes, Baron with a punch, Blake with that beautiful European uppercut he's known for, ooh, but a punch back from Baron. Both of these men know each other so well, Tibbs. They've been in a lot of matches, Sills. That familiarity breeds contempt. That's right. Now Blake looks like he's finally getting the advantage, landing multiple uppercuts back and bearing up into the ropes. And, oh, looks like he's now trying to finish him off, bouncing off the ropes. And, oh, my God, looks like Blake was trying to clothesline Baron off to the outside. But, unfortunately, the brunch boy sends Blake flying to the outside. He put him nearly 10 feet above the ground, Tibbs. He just tossed him up like a sack of potatoes. That's right. Now Blake Tanner, we can see him right here in front of our announce table. And Baron does not look done. Climbing out onto the apron. And ooh, a huge boot to the face of Tanner. Sends the man known as the B back down to the ground. Now Baron climbing down. And Shibata being forced to start the count. I'd hate to see this end in a count out, Tibbs. As Baron grabs Blake by the neck. And oh my God! Sending the two-time Tibby winner straight into those steel steps. This is horrifying. All the all the tibbies in the world are going to save you from a beating like that. That's right. Now Shibata yelling at Baron to get the action back inside of the ring. But unfortunately, Blake taking advantage of that distraction with a huge spear. 
Blake Larian laying Baron out and now raining in vicious shots. Blake Tanner looking crazy. Oh my God, he's taking apart the announce table. First time for 2018 for everyone. Back up, Sills. All right, now it looks like, I mean, I don't know what he's planning. Popping Baron up onto our announce table and the champ is looking dazed. Wait a minute, what in the world? Blake Tanner climbing back up onto the apron. What's he going for? Now he's climbed up the turnbuckle. There is a crazed look in Blake Tanner's face, Tibbs. What's the former champ trying? It's almost like he can't make up his mind. That's right. And oh my God! Blake Tanner sailing nearly 15 feet throughout the air. Went for a huge elbow drop, but Baron rolling out of the way at the last minute. There is rubble in front of us. Blake Tanner's body is broken, and Brunch Boy is just trying to crawl back to the ring. This is horrifying, Tim. It's, it's like a car crash. I can't look away, Sills. That's right. Now Shibata back at the count of six, and now I think Baron just trying to win by count out, cowardly rolling back into the ring. Oh, wait a minute. Baron actually looks like he stopped in his tracks. I don't know what he's doing. He's... Now it looks like he's picked up Blake Tanner, and now... Oh, my God! Don't! Sills! Spoon! Spoon! Baron Corbin has just tossed Blake Tanner into... into Silver Spoon! Silver Spoon is on the ground! Blake Tanner flying into the body of Silver Spoon! Baron Corbin has hit Silver Spoon with Blake Tanner, and he doesn't look happy! Wait, it's... It's like he's he's not even focusing on Blake Tanner anymore. He's staring with this crazed look in his eye at my broadcasting partner, Silver Spoon. What are you doing? He's digging he's digging under the ring. He's got another he's got a chair! A steel chair! Oh my god! No! He's he's not even touching Blake Tanner! He's laying that steel chair into Silver Spoon with vicious shot after shot! That's it. Shabbat calling. He's counted both Blake Tanner and Baron Corbin out, but Corbin won't just stop. The brunch boy has gone mad. He's beating Silver Spoon. Somebody get out here. Oh, oh, the bell is ringing. And now Baron Corbin, he's taking it. He's taking a chair to Blake Tanner and Silver Spoon. He's alternating, hitting both of these men. This is a horrifying sight. I can't believe it. Baron Corbin, you bastard. Wow, that was a dark ending to JWF. Oh, my God. That was, yeah, they had to cut the broadcast. They cut the broadcast. Is I think Silver Spoon might be dead. <laughs> Judging by just... Tibbs' reaction. Jesus Christ, Tibbs. <laughs> well, it's been an episode, I guess. <laughs> good, good night, everybody. We killed a man. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. So, Blake, what did you learn this week? Um. I learned that... There is nothing in the world that is more valuable than the uh, the leaked Cena Thunder Punch c- clips. Yes, and I learned that despite what Dylan says, Florida internet is worst internet. <laughs> uh, so Dylan can be found on Twitter at sexychuckyt. Blake, where can they find you? You can find me at Blake A Tanner on the Twitter. If I were Chris Jericho, but no, Blake A. Tanner on Twitter. You can find me at the Darkroom Vidya on YouTube because we've got a special thing coming up. If you are a fan of the videos 
and you like Josh, who does a lot of most of the videos, he, myself, his fiance Chandler, and our good friend Michael, who you can see on a load of BS's um, D and D podcast episode that we did. I was like, don't act like we did a lot. We did one. Yep. Um, we have started a new project that's hopefully going to hit within the week, and we are doing our own D and D campaign. Um, with the four of us, Chandler is a DM, and we're going to release it as a podcast on YouTube with some editing, and we're going to put it in the RSS feed, so we will hook you up with that as the news comes out. That's right, and now you can find me on Twitter, at Scotty Moe, that's S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O, buy all my books on Amazon, just look up Scotty Moore, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O-R-E, and they will all come up. There's even a book about me and Blake called BS versus the Gods, where we fight off vicious Greek gods in an epic battle. And also, if you only listen to the podcast and don't follow us on YouTube, can we please implore you to li- watch the latest episode of Developmentally Unstable? God. It's the show where me and Blake make the official wrestlers for the JWF, and we did a developmental rumble that might have been the greatest thing we've ever done in the history of everything. There was a lot of good stuff. Oh, man. The ending was fantastic, y'all. Yeah, so check all of that out. Check out all the other shows at a load of pure BS.com, ladies and gentlemen. Like, fun fiction, Opposite Attractions, which is about to start its fifth season, which astounds me that that's a thing. Remember to support us on the Patreon or pick up some merch and remember to rate us on iTunes. Every single little bit helps there. We love getting feedback from you guys. It's super awesome. And as always, you can find us at a load of purebs.com. Step up to the merch table at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Find us on Facebook, donate to the Patreon, subscribe on YouTube, and remember to follow us on Twitter at Fight Boy Show Chuck Taylor. Because when you're a fight boy, you're a fight boy for life! <laughs>